and welcome to the Pennsylvania Chamber's All Business Podcast, featuring the perspectives and unique insights of the Commonwealth's most dynamic executives, entrepreneurs, and leaders. My name is Rick Moran. I'm the Director of Marketing for the PA Chamber. And I'm Aaron Zappia, Eastern Region Member Executive for the PA Chamber. We're talking about the power of partnerships on today's podcast. Joining us from Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, we have Dr. Saba Khan, Director of CHOP Food Pharmacies, and Chris Brand, Director of Communications and Social Impact at The Giant Company. With funding from Giant, CHOP has opened its Food Pharmacy 2.0 in West Philadelphia to address food insecurity in the city. And what's great about this partnership is they are changing the conversation around food insecurity. Uh, the aim of their new location is to increase food access to more patient families, while also providing ongoing support to identify and address broader social determinants of health. Here's our conversation today with Dr. Saba Khan and Chris Brand. Okay, today we have Dr. Saba Khan, Director of CHOP Food Pharmacies, and Chris Brand, Director of Communications and Social Impact at The Giant Company. Earlier this month, CHOP announced the expansion of its Healthy Weight Food Pharmacy to a second location at the Nicholas and Athena Karabats Pediatric Care Center in West Philadelphia with generous support from The Giant Company. Giant and CHOP are longtime partners in addressing community health and supporting CHOP initiatives in, in Philadelphia, specifically food and security. Um, Dr. Khan, can you tell us a bit about what is food insecurity and what is the scope of the problem in Philadelphia? Certainly, um, Aaron. And thank you, Aaron and Rick. Um, and hi again, Chris. Um, it's lovely to be with you guys this morning. So food insecurity is essentially a very polite way of saying hunger. So um, a lot of families are actually having food access issues. And actually in Philadelphia, that number has significantly risen um, since the pandemic. And actually now one in five Philadelphians are actually experiencing food insecurity. So issues having access to enough food to maintain an active and healthy lifestyle. And of course, without a healthy diet, um, you know, none of us are going to do well, but specifically it's going to affect children's health in a great deal and their development is at risk as well. Right. So we're talking about, um, you know, performance in school, um, you know, both hunger going well beyond just physical ailments and, and nutritional um, deficiencies, but affecting psychological and behavior health as well. Absolutely. Um, it affects the day-to-day -day health in terms of how we're going to be able to fight infections like colds and coughs, um, but also our long-term health. And the psychological piece is huge. It's going to affect how children perform in school, whether they're doing that virtually right now or hopefully in the future back in person. And it's going to actually affect our workforce readiness as well. Um, so the implications and stigma that someone faces when they're hungry, when they don't know where their next meal is coming from, is massive, and we really can't underestimate it. And that's why we're so, so very grateful to have partners like the Giant Company to really expand our work and commitment in this area. Our commitment is not just to improving the health and lives of children and family, but an integral part of our mission is actually supporting outside the box 
opportunities and partnerships that are kind of outside the scope of traditional clinical care, but that are going to ultimately help better our families' lives in the long term. Exactly, exactly. So the new food pharmacy 2.0, which is, I understand, part of CHOP's Healthier Together initiative. Uh, How does this work? How is, uh, what's the process? Um, How do you identify eligible people? So there's a lot to unpackage there. Um, And so I'm going to like take little pieces at a time and then also invite Chris to kind of share what giant the giant company's already done with us. So the Healthier Together initiative first, I'm going to pause about that. Um, so in 2019, CHOP started the Healthier Together initiative that kind of focuses on some of the more pressing health and economic needs in the neighborhoods that are surrounding the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, specifically on our Philadelphia campus. And Healthier Together is really kind of tackling you may have heard of this, what we call the social determinants of health. So actually, it's interesting, but an individual zip code is actually a better predictor of how they're going to do health-wise and socially than their genetic code. And so those are looking at things like health behaviors, such as diet, exercise, but also socioeconomic factors, such as income, education, um, environmental factors, access to green areas. And so That is what the Healthier Together initiative is about. But again, we can't do this alone, which is why partners and stakeholders like the giant company have been incredibly important. And it was back in 2018 that we started some of this journey with us, though their commitment and support of us has been now for over two decades, that we actually started um, our first food pharmacy in our Healthy Weight programs. That's a program that's specifically for youth who have um, overweight and obesity issues. And that was our first pediatric hospital-based food pharmacy to promote healthy nutrition and address food access issues then. Well, well before the pandemic hit, we really felt that a food pharmacy's true home should be in what we call the medical home, which is our primary care centers where families access everyday health care, such as vaccines and other things like that, for their children. And so actually even in the face of this pandemic, where we know that families are struggling, we were fortunate enough, again, with giant support, to support and open our new food pharmacy 2.0 at CHOP's CareBots Primary Care Center, which is also a center that doesn't just provide healthcare, but actually has an early head start and also some community gardens on it. Um, And so the food pharmacy, now packaging the final piece of your question, is actually a program that families would access when they come for their well-child care at some select visits. We're hoping eventually to be able to offer it at all visits, but right now it's going to be at select visits, where families, if they are screened for food access issues and are brave enough to share that they're struggling with this because it's a huge thing to admit, and we are trying to do this in a very sensitive way with asking them actually through computer, tablet, um, so that it's not something that's directly asked to them. And again, if they share, then they have an opportunity to actually get a three-day supply of dry food, dry healthy food that very day. Um, And then they can actually access six months free delivery of fresh food and produce from a local farm that's actually going to come straight to their home. So we're 
continuing to follow public health guidance with the current pandemic and make sure that that food gets to them. But the 2.0 piece is the piece that I'm really excited about because then they are, again, if they grant us permission, um, they can actually access what we're calling our resource navigator. And that is somebody who would call them um, and speak with them or connect with them virtually and ask them about other needs that they may have, other issues they may be having with housing, paying bills, figuring out taxes, challenges with transport, challenges with childcare, and even things like their own mental health, which we know has been very much affected for all of us during this difficult time. But I want to bring Chris in to kind of get his perspective and and really kind of have him have an opportunity to kind of also share the great work that they have been doing with us and what he is really hopeful that the pharmacy is going to bring. Well, thank you, Dr. Khan. And uh, I want to also thank uh, the PA Chamber and Aaron and Rick. It's a pleasure to be uh, speaking with you this morning. And, uh, you know, thank you, Dr. Khan. Uh, you're always such a, a generous uh, individual with your time and uh, with your expertise. Uh, we're so humbled and proud to be a generous supporter of Children's Hospital Philadelphia. In fact, we've been uh, a supporter of uh, Children's Hospital Philadelphia for over two decades, uh, and uh, the relationship has deepened over the, over the years, as uh, your listeners might expect. Uh, and we're also proud that our president, uh, Nicholas Bertram, is on the CHOP Board of Overseers. And uh, as many of your listeners know, uh, we are uh, a grocery store that operates uh, in Pennsylvania, but also in Maryland, West Virginia, and Virginia. Uh, and our uh, Make a Difference Together platform uh, is made up of these three key CSR elements, uh, eliminating hunger, healing our planet, and changing children's lives. And what is so wonderful about our partnership with CHOP is that we are able to uh, make a difference, if you will, in two of those three pillars, which is eliminating hunger and changing children's lives. So it's that it's these partnerships, as Dr. Khan had mentioned earlier, that helps us bring to life the many ways that together we can lift up families. And we are also so excited about this uh, 2.0 uh, version of the uh, uh, the healthy weight food pharmacy, uh, and we certainly endorse the way that they're deepening their relationship with their uh, patients and their uh, community. Uh, but you know, as as many of your listeners may know, uh, we want to take food insecurity off the table uh, because we believe that when you help families share a healthy meal, uh, then uh, they are going to. Uh, certainly get the benefits of that. And to see the expansion of this innovative program is an important step in achieving our goal. And one, of course, that we're, of course, uh, proud to support. Absolutely. So really, this is a, this is a radical shift. And what most people think of when you consider what is primary care. Um, so through this partnership with, uh, you know, a, a, a a company that takes social responsibility very seriously, um, CHOP is able to essentially treat the whole person, 
not just deliver medicine, but to, to determine why is this child unhealthy? What are the factors behind, you know, what is the whole story here? So, yeah, absolutely. Um, the community, I think of it like a wheel and it has many spokes. And thinking of those spokes as the many stakeholders or partners. And so Children's Hospital of Philadelphia is very privileged to have partners like the giant company. We're all bringing our different expertise, those different spokes in that wheel. And that wheel is going to turn with each of us helping and chipping in and doing our piece for that community. And that's what's going to help it turn. And that's what's going to honestly help it heal. And the COVID-19 pandemic has created unprecedented health and economic challenges for our vulnerable communities right in our backyard. And that's why for us to address it, we're going to have to really come together and make sure that we support the families that we're taking care of in a very responsive, respectful and effective way. And we've got to look at where these children are playing, where they are living, where they are eating and who's in their home. Homes are, are not just with their parents. They've often got vulnerable grandparents um, and others living with them too. And so actually that's why we are supplying enough food with this program for the entire family. And we're making sure that the quality of the food is healthy and healthful and will meet the need of all the members of that family. Absolutely. So this is an effort really to lift up the entire community. And, you know, I think everyone listening is, is well aware that Philadelphia, much like many large American cities, has some of the most disadvantaged neighborhoods um, in, in Pennsylvania, certainly, and, and in the country. And um, if we don't have a healthy community, if we have bad environments, uh, people are not only at an economic disadvantage, they're at a health disadvantage. Yeah, actually, Aaron, you make you make a good point. It's funny. Um, I hope people realize that. I think sometimes we forget that hunger exists in our backyard. So I think the work you you are doing with Chop and with Giant here, helping so much with this food pharmacy concept, uh, is really important. I'm wondering, are you have you experienced any challenges as far as like awareness? It sounds like this partnership's gone gone on for many many years. Uh, what's something that the the business community, some of our listeners, if they want to get involved? Um, what, what's something, what's something that will be helpful? Well, I think Aaron and Rick, we're going to be sharing some links with you to hopefully be able to, to post, um, on your platforms that you have access to, to let folks know about this, um, and to know about all the work that we're actually doing specifically with healthier together, the healthier together initiative. Um, so not just looking at the food piece, but, but other parts of this as well, um, other folks may want to get involved in environmental initiatives, in other education initiatives, in other things that we're doing. Um, but I think there's there's a lot to do. And actually, you kind of asked really what the response has been. And it's been wonderful. Actually, it seems that folks in many sectors are really ready for the conversation and ready to honestly just pull their sleeves up and, and get working and so it's been while it's been a dark time it's also been um a time of, of great hope as well i think folks are really come together and and help as you had said lift and ultimately empower and enable the communities that they are part of 
Absolutely. And, um, you know, what, what I kind of see is, is sort of a renaissance of social responsibility, whether it be um, helping disadvantaged communities, helping the planet. There's a lot of responsibility that corporations are taking on today. Um, and, you know, again, uh, we're, we're in the midst of a national crisis. Stimulus checks have just gone out. Um, but here in Philadelphia with Chop and Giant, we have what I guess can be considered a model. Um, do you see this as, as something that can be borrowed, um, used in perhaps other health systems um, in other parts of the country? Um, you know, something that can be an idea that can be spread. Absolutely. And I think it already it already is being shared and aired and people are doing a great deal. And we absolutely want to be copied and we, we want to learn from others' experience and we want to know how we can do it better. We think this is a beginning of something really very exciting and a different way of folks from different sectors coming together and really looking at what families, communities have been struggling with for decades, for generations. And unfortunately, it took a national or a international pandemic for us to really see just how stark the situation was. But we absolutely think that it's time for us to say, here, learn from us and, and teach us as well. Um, and I think, Chris, you would agree with that. No, absolutely. There's a real sense of enthusiasm. And I would say that uh, the awareness among businesses in general regarding societal acumen uh, is uh, rising and that it's important that uh, companies step forward and make a difference in their communities and that they understand that their team members uh, their employees want their companies to take a stand and deliver on commitments that are uh, trans uh, transformative, but also transparent, uh, and things that are actually actionable. Uh, what we've seen at Giant is a groundswell for volunteering in the community, uh, while CSR and uh, helping the community has always been part of our DNA. Uh, in fact, we've been uh, partners with the Central PA Food Bank and Phil Abundance uh, for 40 years and 20 years, respectively. Uh, but there's a, a real understanding that uh, it's time to take action. And I think the pandemic has also peeled back uh, the, the uh, many of uh, the societal ills that we've seen. Uh, I was uh, looking at some statistics earlier. Uh, from Feeding Pennsylvania regarding uh, the need that has grown for hungry families in the state of Pennsylvania. And it's quite shocking. Uh, you know, they've seen uh, the an increase in hunger or an increase in need uh, for the food banks in general for about a 45 to 50 percent increase over the last two years. So there are uh, thousands of hungry families in Pennsylvania and, and they need help, and we have to do it together. Uh, but I do agree, it, there's a great uh, enthusiasm now and an awareness that everyone needs to chip in. 
Absolutely, Chris. Um, I, I think the curtain has really been pulled back. Yeah. Um, yeah. To demonstrate the, um, you know, the needs that are that are right in front of us that that direly need addressed. <clears throat> I, I am curious about one thing, and this is probably my marketing brain working right now. Um, and I'm, I don't know if this was on purpose or there's some thought to it. I love the idea that these are a primary care. This is at a primary care center. The decision to do that, um, because it, it sort of it sort of tells you by putting it there that this is primary care. Was that done on purpose or was that just done because that was an easy way of distribution? I feel like you could have put this anywhere, but you chose to put it there. Was that, I'm just curious on that part of it. Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. Actually, um, so I am a primary care clinician and I always felt it should live in the medical home. But when the opportunity arose to try this out the first time, um, and it was a trying out in the healthy weight program, initially in a subspecialty, much smaller clinic, it was actually the perfect place to start it because it was a good Petri dish for us to kind of really explore and see if it really was going to resonate with the community and families, with kids who were already having health struggles. But this absolutely does need to live in the medical home, right? The primary care is, is where we're accessing so many things. And that's where Food Pharmacy 2.0 really belongs because there's other great programs that we've already created in that at that site, such as help with tax prep, help with families who may be grieving, help with folks who are maybe struggling with getting access for their children for good childcare. There's an actually a um, early head start on that site. So, so there's lots of reasons why it kind of made sense that this is where healthy food access should live too. And I just wanted to make two points. Firstly, to the listeners that I think even hearing this, it can almost be overwhelming to see where do you start? Because yes, the problems are, are, are big and it seems that the response needs to be big, but it actually doesn't need to be big. It just needs to be a response and folks tackling and, and coming in where they can and taking a piece of the pie or, or taking um, a stance and, and making a commitment to do something. It doesn't have to be that we have to get there tomorrow. And actually, it really should be something that is well thought out and something that we kind of take baby steps and take them together. So whether it is healthier together or the make a difference platform that the giant's taking, I, I think it's just taking that stance. But the, the second point I wanted to make is also for folks to know that right now, this Food Pharmacy 2.0 is exclusively virtual, so that we're keeping our families safe. While we do want folks to come and get care at the CareBot site, we also know that we want to keep people safe. And I, as I had mentioned, a lot of those homes that our children are coming from are people who are vulnerable. They're often living with grandparents who have got specific health issues. And so we want to make sure we keep them safe, which is why the food, the fresh food is going to be delivered directly to their home with a wonderful nonprofit that we're also very happy to be working with that are actually going to deliver that food in a socially distant, touchless way to those families. And then they're going to be able to connect with a resource navigator, again, virtually, to have a bit more of a chat, if they're open to it, to delve into other things. So again, it's it's that relationship building 
that is so important for the partners, but also for families, for them to really feel they're part of the conversation and that they're also part of the solution. Yeah, I I would add to that, uh, Dr. Khan, uh, just to build off your first point, is that small steps can make a huge difference. Uh, For example, listeners should consider making a donation uh, by just looking up their local food bank uh, or perhaps volunteering at their food bank. In fact, food banks are are looking for volunteers right now uh, because of COVID. Uh, There has been a shortage, so they could certainly use uh, the help um, from you or your company. I would also say, uh, and this is a a small little plug for Giant, but uh, we have what we call a roundup program. So when you're at uh, the checkout and you're finalizing your bill, uh, we give you an opportunity to round up to help uh, our charitable partners. So uh, for the months of September through December, you can round up your bill. So if it's $45.76, you can round up to $46, a 24 cent donation uh, to food banks between September and December. Uh, And you'd be surprised at how much money uh, can be raised from a small roundup program like that. So even those little things that you do during the day, uh, like roundup can help. Uh, If you are at the grocery store, maybe buy two cans of soup instead of one and put that other can of soup aside to drop off at your local soup kitchen or a shelter or a food pantry. Uh, so these little things that uh, that everyone does collectively, and we know everyone's very busy, but if you can find time in your day to think about it, uh, you can really make a huge impact uh, because, again, it's uh, uh, what we find is, uh, and I'll, I'll use a phrase that has been used often, it, it kind of takes a village and with everyone working together, uh, and coalescing, coalescing around, uh, you know, the helping hungry families. So uh, anything that you can think that you're doing, it doesn't have to be big. It can be small and it can be impactful. I agree, Chris. And I think you took the words right from my mouth. It does take a village. Um, and in this case, it does take this, this village and this community kind of coming together. I wanted to actually just add in there, though, um, that while po- folks are picking up those cans of soup and, and, and doing the roundup piece in their, in their giant food store, I wanted to kind of emphasize that we have been very, very careful with the fact that what we are going to be offering in the food pharmacy is actually our dietitian vetted um, to ensure that um, it's healthy. So... If you are looking at that can, take a look to see if it is low sodium, if it is low sugar. Food pantries do want to get donations that are healthy. And these communities that are especially vulnerable really need foods that are healthy. Because if those foods are higher in sugar, are having content that's going to affect their health, then we've got to kind of keep that at top of mind as well. Which is why we're trying to source fresh food as well for these families as well to make sure that they get fresh food delivered once every six months to them as well. So we want to make sure that the food that we're giving them is healthful and high quality and, and make sure that it's, it's not going to impact their health further. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, and I, I think my big takeaway here and, and, and what I would, you know, encourage our, our listeners to, to take from this as well is we can all do our part, um, you know, integrate it into your everyday life. Um, how many trips to Giant do we make, um, you know, in a week? I'm there at least twice. <laughs> so there's, there's opportunities. There's opportunities to spend uh, pennies um, that can make a big difference if, you know, if we all pitch in. We just need to press a button. You know, they, they said that uh, no matter how small and how much effort, that's the least amount of effort uh, we can do. So, uh, yeah, I, I would encourage everyone to press that button, a giant. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are very kind. I, I did also want to add uh, something that uh, uh, Dr. Khan said the other day. So forgive me, Dr. Khan, as I quote you, but uh, she said very eloquently that hunger doesn't have a face or an age or a type. And that it can happen to anyone at any time. It's fluid. People come in and out of hunger. It could be the loss of a job. It could be a sick family member. It could be something that happens catastrophic in your family. And then you find yourself uh, without enough food or you're having to find a way to or making a decision about rent or a utility bill or food. And that is a real issue, and it's a serious one, and we need to be mindful of that. And I think that's what the pandemic has really uh, shown us. When you look on the TV and you see those long lines of cars at food banks, that's real. That's not a mirage. That's happening in every community, not just in Los Angeles, not just in Philadelphia. It's happening in small communities. Uh, and large communities, and certainly within all the states in which we operate. So uh, I just wanted to say that that this is uh, something that um, should not stigmatize anyone or any family because they're hungry. Yes, Chris, and actually you put it very eloquently as well, um, and I really appreciate you saying that. So the new food pharmacy program that we were starting at CareBots we're, we're not thinking it's going to necessarily help even a millionth of the folks who need it, but we're hoping to enroll up to 300 unique families in the first year. And we're, we're hoping that that actually is going to touch about 1,200 people. Because remember, 300 families are kind of composed of at least four to six folks living in each of those families. So we're hoping that this program is going to hopefully leave a footprint and that it's going to resonate with the community and resonate with families so that we can do more and we can build more and we can actually learn from them that what has been useful and what is not useful and how it is that they can access not just good health care but good food and other issues that they may have been struggling with for years, how we can start to address them in, again, a responsive, respectful, and effective way, and making sure we do our best to break down those barriers and make sure people aren't feeling stigmatized and aren't feeling alone. Uh, Dr. Khan and Chris, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Um, that was a really enlightening conversation, and you know, I, I think it's going to be a real uh, inspiration to, to our members and, and to all our listeners. 
Thank you so much for having me. And um, it's very, very excited to talk to you all about this. And we're excited to see what hopefully happens with Food Pharmacy 2.0 and our ongoing partnerships with wonderful folks like The Giant Company. Yeah, and I'd like to say, uh, you know, thanks, uh, Aaron, Rick, and of course, Dr. Khan, always good to see you and hear you. Uh, but yeah, it was a pleasure. And of course, we we want to thank you for all the work you guys do at the PA Chamber. We know that uh, the last year in particular has been very difficult for many of the businesses that you serve. And, uh, you know, we were fortunate that we were deemed essential, but we know that uh, there's a long road ahead for recovery uh, for many uh, in the business community. So uh, we certainly want to uh, acknowledge that and, uh, you know, thank you guys for uh, this opportunity today. Thank you for listening to the All Business Podcast from the Pennsylvania Chamber. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. With almost 10,000 member organizations, the Pennsylvania Chamber advocates for job creation and greater prosperity across the Commonwealth. Visit our website at pachamber.org to learn more about us, our members, and how to become part of the statewide voice of business. We'll see you next time. This program is produced by the Pennsylvania Chamber in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, USA. Copyright 2021.